This is the Comics Vault Podcast. Let's crack open the vault. Are you ready? Welcome to the Comics Vault Podcast. This episode is sponsored by The Daily Bugle, your number one news source for Spider-Man hate speech. I'm your host, PA Nerd Cosplay. My co-host, Neil the owner of the comics vault, would have been here, but uh, he was too busy fighting off Hydra. They thought a shop would make for a good base in Altoona, so he had to pick up Mjolnir and Cap Shield and take care of business. Yeah, Neil's totally worthy of the hammer if you didn't already know. Make sure to visit him in his shop at 1130 12th Avenue, Altoona, PA, 16601. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, uh, I believe a couple other things. Actually, he has a website now, so uh, go check that out. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under PA Nerd Cosplay, and you go to my website, PANerdCosplay.com. So it's been a long while since we've had an episode. Over a year, I believe. Uh, a lot has been going on since then. I mean, Neil has his shop and his family to take care of. I got, you know, my wife. We just had a baby last year, so a lot of work, and, you know, it's just been hectic the past year, so that's why I really haven't been able to um, do this. But we're going to try to get this to be a regular thing again. Neil is going to try to be with me as much as he can, but um, if he can't, you're just stuck with just me. So let's start off with the uh, comics being released today. Now, I'm not going to go into depth about them since Neil and Travis, uh, the owner of the Green Bean, uh, every Tuesday they do Coffee and Comics. So uh, you should go listen to them if you want to hear some in-depth stuff. They talk about um, new releases and just nerd culture in general. So uh, here's a list of... The comics Neil's getting in, I'll try to read through them quickly, and if you want to make one, of, if you want one of these, make sure to uh, put them on your pull list, or get in there ASAP before they're gone. Uh, let's see. It's a pretty hefty list, but, um, we've got Age of X-Men Prisoner number four, Army of Darkness Bubba Hotep number four, Asgardian of the Galaxy number nine, Batgirl number 35, Batman number 72, Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, three number two, Black Hat number one, um, Captain Marvel number six, Buffy the Vampire Slayer number five, Category Zero number one, Cosmic Ghost Rider Destroys Marvel History number four, Deceased number two, Deadman Logan number eight, Deadpool number 13, Death of X number one, Deathstroke number 44, Descendants number two, Detective Comics number 1004, Disney Frozen Hero Within, number one. Domino Hotshots, number four. Dreaming, number ten. Female Furies, number five. I about said furries. Uh, no, that's not what wouldn't be number All right. Green Lantern, number eight. Guardians of the Galaxy Annual, number one. Harley Quinn, number 62. Ignited, number one. Incredible Hulk, Last Call, number one. Infinity Countdown, Daredevil, number one. Justice League, number 25. Just uh, Lady Mechina, Songray, number one. However you want to pronounce that. Marvel Action Avengers number 5. Old Man Quill number 6. Once Our Land Book 2 number 4. Paper Girls number 29. Ronan Island number 4. Savage Avengers number 2. Savage Sword of Conan number 6. Shazam number 6. He's got some posters coming in. Star Wars. Aeor Luke Skywalker number 1. 
Tony Stark Iron Man number one and number eleven. Oh, okay. The number ones he's getting her in are variant covers: Bla black and gold armor and Thorbuster armor. Those are the variants for number one. And then number eleven is a uh, fairy Asgardian variant. Tony Stark Iron Man number twelve. True Believers Amazing Spider Man number one. True Believers New Spider Man number one. True Believers Spider Armor number one. Uncanny X Men number one. Blank variant. Uncanny X-Men number 19. Violation number 6. Walking Dead number 192. War of Realms number 5 of 6. Uh, War of Realms Journey into Mystery number 4. War of Realms New Agents of Atlas number 3. War of Realms Strike Force War Avengers number 1. Um, I don't know how I feel about these War of Realms stuff. I haven't really read them, but it seems like there's they're trying to too many crossovers, too many books you have to get. That's you know, that's just a pain. Um, but there's a lot of good stuff coming out today. Uh, I'm looking forward to True Believers Amazing Spider-Man number one. That's going to be really cool to have in my collection. Um, obviously, it's going to say True Believers at the top, but it's, I'm assuming it's still going to be the Amazing Spider-Man number one cover. Um, I mean, I'd much rather have the original, but I don't have that kind of money. We were on vacation this past weekend to Kentucky, and there was this... Uh, comic shop called the inner geek i looked on their facebook page you know under their pictures to see what the shop looked like and uh you know i'm very picky about the shops i go into so it's a good thing neil has a, a pretty nice shop and it's clean and has a lot of stuff but i went in and i saw on their facebook they had a picture of the amazing fantasy number 15 so i was a bit excited i thought they actually had it in the store I went in to talk to him. They had two copies at one time. They bought the one restored for like four thousand dollars. Ended up selling it for like fifteen thousand. And they bought one for twenty thousand, but they didn't have it in the store. I was I was so upset. I was I was hoping to at least get to hold the Amazing Fantasy number one at least one time because you know for lower grades, like you said, they're gonna you know be upwards of four thousand to twenty thousand. The highest they found so far is nine point eight, and it goes for four point five million dollars that is just insane um, but speaking of spider-man uh a new trailer released about three weeks ago we learn a few things about mysterio fury says he's working with shield from another earth um it hints at the multiverse which was talked a little bit about in the um doctor strange movie but you know he just was told about it and he's He's only protecting Earth in within that multiverse. Um, but uh, they that seems like they're wanting then to bring in the Spider-Verse to the MCU, which, in my opinion, would be a bad move this early, um, especially you know in live-action movies. Um, I think Sony did a fantastic job, for once, with the uh, Into the Spider-Verse animated movie. I thought it was it was a fantastic done movie. It was very well written. The story was great. Um, I was a bit skeptical at first with the animation style, but the more trailers I saw, I was like, mm, this, this looks okay. And then I went and saw it, and that has to be the one of the best animated movies I've ever seen. Um, the writers of Endgame said to uh, not trust Mysterio. And I could have told you that as soon as they announced that Mysterio was going to be in the movie. I mean, I think he's lying about being from another Earth. 
I'm pretty sure he's making these monsters that, you know, Hydra Man, Molten Man that we're seeing. Um, my guess is he doesn't expect Spider-Man to come in and do his job. He's, he's in the comics, he is a special effects, you know, person. He works for a, uh, a theater company and does special effects and whatnot. So I believe, I still believe that all this is just a big ruse and that, Spider-Man is going to come in and save the day, and he's going to get jealous, and then that's how Mysterio is going to become a bad guy. Um, I think, you know, Spider-Man is going to take the spotlight, he's not going to like it, and that's, you know, he just gets jealous. But that's just how I think it'll go. Um, we'll see how that works. The movie is supposed to take place right after Endgame and End Phase 4. So I'm kind of excited, how they, excited to see how they set up the next phase. There's a couple movies uh, coming out next year. I'll have to look into that and get you guys more information in the next episode. But there's a couple movies already announced for the next couple years and some untitled ones. Um, but we'll see how, you know, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, those are to set up phase five. Um, and speaking of Endgame, I, I'm not going to go too in detail about it. I don't know who hasn't seen it yet. I mean, it's it's been four or five weeks-ish the movie's been out. So if you haven't seen it yet, you're a bad fan. So, you know, I'm not, I, I won't be the jerk and just spoil the end of the movie, but there's some pretty cool stuff in there. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's nearing $2.7 billion global. Right now, it's at number two, being the highest, you know, box office movie, right underneath Avatar, which is the record holder currently at $2.8 I mean, honestly, I don't see why people liked Avatar. I get it was a big breakthrough in um, CGI, but I just thought the story and the movie itself was just a bit boring. Um, but, I mean, at least... Endgame has broken the record for the first movie ever to hit $1 billion its opening weekend. And that is just amazing. That's just something, you know, we as nerds can feel proud of that we made history with, you know, a comic book movie. Which I'm sure you would have never thought. Back in 1986, when Howard the Duck came out, I really doubt you guys would have thought... You know, I'm not that old, but all you older nerds out there would have thought that a comic book movie would hit a billion dollars or, you know, be break these kinds of records. So I'm sure you guys are proud of yourself, too, and, you know, we should be. That's a big accomplishment for nerds since it is on the up and up this, you know, this generation that nerd culture is, is you know, on top. Um, but I say, let's go see Endgame all one more time. There's still some time to put it at number one at the highest grossing box office. So if you can get out and see it, there's I would I would go see it. Um so we can get this to be the number one movie. Uh it, oh, and sad news. It's not very nerd culture, but this kind of ties into something else we'll get to. Um This has been this 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 I wouldn't say person, but it's been seen for years, since his debut, um, Grumpy Cat has died. I don't know if you've seen yet, but on May 4th, a seven-year-old cat passed away, leaving a huge mark on what is today's memes. Uh, at the time he, he appeared, 
I don't think we had memes yet. I think seven, seven, seven year old cat. Yeah, I was still in high school and we had what you would call memes, but they were just pictures with words and we didn't have a word for it yet. This new generation come up with that word and, you know, all these Fortnite playing flossing kids. So, but, uh, so, and speaking of, since he's gr always grumpy, someone who looks always grumpy, uh, up until this past Friday, the fight for Batman has been going on for a few weeks. Um, I can't remember the other guy's name, something Holt. Um, he was Beast in X-Men, the new X-Men movies. He was up for grabs, or up for the role of Batman, and Robert Pattinson was up for the role of Batman. And Robert Pattinson has landed the role Friday afternoon. I, I don't know how we got to this point where we go from, you know, Val Kilmer, Michael Keaton, uh, Christian Bale, George Clooney. I mean, besides the bat nipples thing. But, you know, we've had some really good Batmans. I, don't, I didn't like Ben Affleck. I love the costume, but I really like him. But we have some good Batmans to this. Uh, I mean, they have eight different portrayals of Batman in the movies. There's There's been a couple more before him, or before those, for, you know, older 1940s and stuff. But uh, eight different portray portrayals. And they choose Sparkle Boy. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's mean for me to keep putting him into the Twilight, you know, category. But that's that's what I see him as. He I know he's done other movies since then, but... Um, you know, if they're going that right route, they might as well grab Kristen Stewart to be Barbara Gordon or, or, you know, Catwoman. You know, I've heard some people, give him a chance. No, I, I, I've i seen some of his other movies. And he's just, he's so dry and, and, and bland. I get that Batman's supposed to be dark, but I, I, he has to have some type of emotion or some type of expression. I don't think that Robert Pattinson's going to put it, put that into it. I really hope his suit looks cool. That's, that's what we had for, you know, for me, had going for uh, Ben Affleck. I really like the suit, and I, I need to get a hold of that suit. But I, I don't think, I, I don't think he's gonna do well. I mean, I can't speak for Neil, but the only, I sent him a text the day that uh, a week ago when we thought he first was cast, and all I got was, Ugh. that's uh, that's literally all I got from Neil. So maybe he'll change our mind. I, I don't, I don't know. But um, he says he's not an expert. But we had him on the podcast before, Kent Tonkin who teaches a Batman class at Altoona, has a little different opinion. Um, this is what he said. He said, Robert's done a lot of indie films since the Twilight franchise wound down. His acting chops are legit. I think he might have the right haunted vibe to pull this off. Now, I gotta disagree, but hey, he, he knows a little more than I do, since he does, you know, he teaches a whole class about Batman. He's done his research, so... I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it up to, you know... The fan critics, not the Rotten Tomatoes critics, because a lot of that's been, you know, wrong, and Rotten Tomatoes, I know they're going to change their algorithm here soon, but yeah, I, let's leave it up to the fan critics. Um, I, I think it's going to be a big flop like Suicide Squad was. I mean, it was so hyped up to be one of the best movies that year, and it, you know, it turned into be the Will Smith and Margot Robbie show. You know, there was so much unnecessary dialogue between the two, and it, I don't know, the story just didn't really make sense. But that's just my opinion. I, I, if it's good, I'll be really surprised, and I hope it's good. You know, I, I don't want these comic book movies to fail. It's just DC, the DCEU is not doing a winning strategy right now, so, you know, it's up to them 
to pull it together. Shazam, that was a really good movie. I thought it was fantastic. It was funny. It was action-packed. It was a good story. I liked it. So, I mean, I hope they keep going that route. I don't think all the movies should be funny. Marvel, you know, all their movies have some kind of comedy in it, but they established that early on. So, that's, you know, that's how they do it, and they're doing well at it. DC, they tried to add comedy into uh, Justice League, but it, it was kind of dry. You could tell it was forced. So, and I didn't really like Aquaman either. I thought it was it was an okay movie, but you know my two favorites now is Wonder Woman and Shazam. They're really holding DC up for me. That's you know, but that's just me. Um, but if you want to catch Neil and I at the same place sometime, uh, Sci-Fi Valley Con will be this upcoming weekend, June seventh through the ninth. Uh, I'll be attending all three days. Um, granted, I'll be late on Friday due to work, but uh, I'll be Spider Man on Friday. Larry Boy on Saturday. I'm not sure if you all know who that is, but if you grew up like me in a Christian home watching Veggie Tales, you know it's it's. I've never seen Larry Boy done properly on a cosplay, so it's a mix of Bible Man and Larry Boy. But you know, for the most part, you could tell who it is. Uh, and then Sunday, I will be Cobra Commander. Um, Neil will obviously be there at his table selling some books and merch and whatnot. So make sure to stop by and give him all your money. Even if you don't buy anything, just give him your money. I mean, support your local comic book shop. Um, I'm going to try to do this podcast more regularly, especially more regularly than we've had in the past year or so. Um, we didn't get a single episode done last year, but, you know, we got busy, uh, with conventions, kids, you know, work, but we're going to, we're going to try to, um, get some stuff going here. Uh, but if you, um, have any suggestions we should talk about or who, Neil and I should interview next, uh, because we haven't done an interview since uh, the people at Alpha Alpha 6, I think that's what they're called, uh, the people that do Zombie Town in Altoona back in October or November, October of uh, 2017, but yeah, if you guys have some people we want you want to hear interviewed... Um, what we should talk about. Yeah, just drop us a comment or send Neil and I a message. Um, we'll, be, we'll do our best to get that, you know, get that going. Um, but, you know, that's all I got for this week. So until we open the vault again, see ya. Find this on her side, mister.